Militarily Speaking, Episode 25, Sandbox. This episode, we talk with Sergeant Sam Meek, co-founder and CEO of Sandbox. Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean and a somewhat cranky Jody Vickery this afternoon. I don't think you like holidays. Well, so or coming back from two a days holiday. worth What's of stuff into one day is problematic. I know. And I've only had one coffee. So Especially yeah. when they have overlapping meetings. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they're on 14 different floors apart. You know, before we get into the formal announcement of, of Sergeant Sam Meek, Talk about the name Sandbox real quick, just for our audience before we get into the questions. Table I, like, I like the story, and uh, yeah. maybe I'm the only one. Oh, oh, Tom, appreciate that. Well, thanks for having me today, guys, and really, really do appreciate it. You know, all, all good ideas and all good creative thoughts usually start at about 1.30 in the morning in a bar. <laughs> and we, <laughs> I was hanging out with some friends of mine that went to the Citadel, and this has got to be, this has got to be 12 years ago now. This is early, early days. We were considering this idea of building a platform that would help our, our military community be successful. And we had names like Milk Connect and Bootlink and all these cheesy names <laughs> that uh, we were trying to, to settle on. And one of my dearest friends, Drew Jury, he, he was talking with another buddy that had went to Citadel and they were talking about Facebook. And at the time, the, they referred to Facebook as Facebox. <laughs> what they called Facebook at the Citadel. And I had probably spent the last couple of weeks, you know, on, you know, early formulation of what Sandbox was, you know, what we were going to create, but also coming up with a name for it. And as soon as he said Facebox, I said it in my mind, I said Sandbox. And I said it again to myself a couple times. And it just kind of dawned on me that when you think about what the sandbox is it's this place that we grow up in and we learn how to share we learn a lot about ourselves uh, with the tonka trucks and, and and the shovels and that sandbox i think is an instrumental place for us to understand who we are and how we interact with this world and when you join the military you go through a second sandbox and you learn all about yourself again you learn all about the toys and you learn all about leadership and and the principles that make us human and make us successful warfighters. And that's that second sandbox, and which is why sandbox has two X's on it. I like that story every time we've heard it. It gets better every time he says it too. But I, you know, I have an Instagram handle. It's called Boot Connect. But since it's so cheesy, <laughs> I guess I'll have to I'll have to change it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you if if you do Boot Connect with two C's, it'll be cool. Right, yeah. He's going to try and sell that to you. I'm Ooh. sure before the end of the podcast. <laughs> so can I go ahead with the introduction? Ahead, yeah. Okay. Good. I'm finished with Sam for now. All right. So welcome, Sam. Apologies for Tom in advance. We're excited to have our listeners hear about you today. We've had the great joy of getting to know you over many months of, of different conversations, but I want to take just a, just a little bit to introduce you. So bear with me. You probably know all of this. Appropriately and ironically enough, Sam was born on Veterans Day. My daughter was born on Veterans Day. Outstanding, Tom. I know. Yeah. Okay. But she's brilliant. So, she's brilliant. Well, yeah. Sam's brilliant. We know this to be true. Right, so Maybe everybody that's born on Veterans that's Day. That's my last brilliant. interruption. Okay. Into a family with a long lineage of Marines. I feel like I should pause every sentence and wait for you to interject. <laughs> no. Sam was a senior in high school when the devastating attacks on 9-11 occurred. 
and he immediately knew it was his time to carry on the family tradition and join the United States Marine Corps. The summer after he graduated high school, Sam enlisted and became a U.S. Marine and served as a nuclear biological chemical defense specialist. That means he is radically smarter than either one. <laughs> it's, it's way fancier. The name is way fancier than it actually is. Yes, that's like three different classes I tried to take in college all crammed into one title. But um, So he, he spent his first years in service with the 2nd Marine Logistics Group at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, as a training instructor, where he kept the Marines proficient with their gas mask, chemical gear, and tactical capability. Sam then deployed to Iraq with Combat Logistics Regiment 25 as their NBC chief. After returning home, he extended his enlistment for an opportunity to join the 3rd Reconnaissance Battalion in Okinawa, Japan. 3rd Recon was slated for deployment to Fallujah, and Sam wanted an opportunity to work with world-class operators. Sam took a leadership role with 3rd Recon's S3 as the MBCD chief and NCOIC of the Recon Tactical Command Center. The Marine Corps sent Sam on two tours in Iraq, commonly called the Sandbox. Yeah, there it is. In the military community. Yeah. After suffering from an injury during his second deployment, he was honorably discharged as a sergeant in the Marine Corps in 2007. So more than anything, thank you for your service. I appreciate all that goes with that. And I would love for you to transition from that point in your life to how you are here now talking about Sandbox and delivering value back to the community that you've been a part of for so long. Oh, well, Jody, my time in the Marine Corps was incredibly precious and, you know, still to this day, and I think forever will will shape the way I personally make decisions and, and the way I carry myself and my values. It was a, you know, through the thick and the thin, it was an incredible experience. And I absolutely love my Marines. And I absolutely love my Marine Corps. And, you know, I, I, I love the fact that I have the opportunity to continue to do something that supports our military community with Sandbox. So I feel just incredibly blessed to, you know, continue that service in a, in a new light. You know, as I mentioned, the, 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 the thought behind, you know, building a platform to help our service community be successful really started when I was introduced to Major General Ray Smith, who's my, my chairman and my co-founder. And he had seen over his 35 years in the Marine Corps, a lot of pain and a lot of friction that existed for our Marine Corps spouses as they had to move from one duty station to the next as they had to pull the kids out of school and change jobs. And, you know, the, the, the trials and tribulations of being a military spouse is, is a tale to the oldest time, nothing new here. But the idea that we could create a platform that would help, you know, them be more successful was really interesting. And so when we started digging into this problem set, we realized that the problem set was a lot bigger. There was no one that was holistically creating content and technology to help our military community be successful. There was no one thinking about today's user experience expectations on the mobile or on the web and the way that you could design intelligent features, content, and build a business around it. And that's where we saw a total white space ocean opportunity to build something completely new that allowed us to continue, you know, our love of serving the men and women that serve this country. So that was the very beginning. We launched the apps really in 2015. We got the iOS app off the ground in 2014 went to market, we were able to raise our pre-seed round with friends and family who invested in the company. And initially, we really did try to boil the ocean. We, we wanted to onboard the entire U.S. military. We wanted to, you know, be the everything platform to help our service community be successful. And I think we recognize that, you know, in order to do that successfully, we would need a lot more people. We would need a lot more practice in, you know, understanding the problem sets. 
and we need a better defined or go-to-market strategy. And so one of the things that we did early on was we thought about the friction points that existed for our military community at the beginning, especially in recruiting and basic training. And we, we saw that the two biggest problems was knowledge transfer, really how, how do you help the folks in the delayed entry program and their friends and family better understand the military journey? And two is the disconnectivity that happens at basic training because you're not allowed to take your phone with you. And we saw you know those two as key areas for us to lean into. So on the content side of the house, we started thinking and developing around what are the things that you might want to better understand if you're a young woman who's joining the Marine Corps, or what are the things that you might want to better understand if you're you know, a new Navy dad whose son or daughter is three weeks from shipping to basic training? What type of content we could, could we deliver? Where would it live? How would we measure it? So that was one side of it. The, the other was this disconnectivity at basic training. And we, we thought to ourselves, it might be interesting to enable friends and family to send a physical piece of mail to a loved one in basic training. And so we, we launched the app with, you know, those two features along with a couple other things that we wanted to try. And those were the two things that really took off. And so the, the letters business, you know, grew from early days. It was one or two letters that would come into the database that we would then print on the, on <laughs> the local printer <laughs> in the office we had in, in Connecticut. We would, we would take that letter to the post office. And, and Swami, who's my, my, my CTO, my COO, a co-founder, you know, we'd throw a high five and have a beer at the end of the day and say, that's a good day to work. <laughs> yes, that's a good day. Yes. You know, that's a good day to work. And, and then the next day, two or three letters would come in and we'd print them. And then the next day it was five or six letters. And, and the next day it was, you know, 20 or 30. And it just continued to scale. And it was, it's, it was really fascinating to watch Sandbox become this really neat, tool that the family were gravitating towards for content and, and for, you know, connectivity to basic training. How do you send love to a loved one in basic training? And the letters are really neat. You know, early days, they were pretty simple. But, you know, fast forward to today, there's a lot of bells and whistles on that letter. You've got return stationary. You've got a return envelope that's pre pre-adjust to come right back home. You've got notifications all the way through, you know, from when you send the letter, you can watch your letter move down to the basic training installation, wherever it is. And then as soon as that letter gets put back in the mail by, you know, your loved one at boot camp, you can actually track that letter coming back home to you, which is a really neat feature. You can put a gift card in there. So if you want to send 25, you know, 50, 100 bucks to your loved one at boot camp, you know, the, the gift card platform is really neat. You can get that gift card there next day. And now we've got, you know, plethora of content that we deliver to the friends and family members of the service member while they're going through basic training. So every week, every two or three days, depending on which content journey you're on, you're getting updates about what's happening in boot camp. And that really helps not only that service member, you know, who's going through boot camp stay connected, but also mom and dad. And if you think about it, today's generation of warfighter grew up with a smartphone in their hand. And so for them to have this distance between them that used to be digitally satisfied now becomes quite a burden on, on both sides. And so Sandbox helps simplify that and make things easy with the letters platform. And so, you know, it, it, as the letters platform grew, the Marine Corps was the first institution that really recognized the value of morale and retention and the opportunity to, you know, help Marine recruits stay connected to their loved ones. So the Marine Corps was really the first that adop adopted Sandbox in a big way. 
We then grew very organically across the other branches. The Navy then adopted us, and we're, we're working on the Air Force and the Army right now. But really, the, the Marine Corps and the Navy have been the, the folks that have really embraced Sandbox in a very big way. And so, you know, today we onboard roughly 70% of the Department of Defense within the first, you know, year of service. So whether you're in recruiting or you're going through basic training, you know, there's a 70% chance we're going to pick you up and, and you'll be a, a Sandbox user as well as your friends and family. And uh, so that organic growth really, you know, in our acquisition phase of Sandbox was critical to allow us to get to where we are today. And, you know, the, the long-term vision for us is, is how do we continue to develop content features and tools and things that help our service community be successful? Because we obviously know there's, there's lots of friction at the beginning of the military journey, but as you look forward and as you think on life after boot camp, getting to your first job school, your first duty station, there's so many more friction points that exist. And so we're, oh, yeah. we, we, we set out to, to solve a lot of those. And that's kind of where we've got our, our sights set today is looking at the future on how do we help our service community be more successful. That void of information creates fear, it creates anxiety, it's an unknown, and you don't know what's going on. So to have somebody step in and say, this is what's going on, I think at least gives folks something to, to put some of that unrest aside a little bit. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole world of unknown for you know the the, the junior warfighters, and and there's a whole world of unknown for the for the family members. And sometimes you know the, the, those those unknowns are aligned, and sometimes they're not. You know, the thing that mom may care about could be very and likely is very different than you know what her 18 year old son is caring about in their in their military journey. And so understanding those alignments and the priorities and what they care about is really critical. And that's where our team begins to dig into what type of content is going to help this individual, whoever they are, whether they're mom or dad or the recruiter, be most successful at that given point of time along the military journey. I don't know if you know this, but there's a YouTube video out there about Sandbox from a guy named Francis Tapon at wanderlearn.com who gives you such high praise and high marks. It's about a 30-minute video out there that walks through the process of how Sandbox operates. It's pretty cool. He basically, he basically summarizes, says, letters are sent. You can track the letter. You can put a color photo in it. Comes with an envelope for the recruit to use at a self-address to return. There's blank sheets of paper. You don't have to go to the post office. I mean, he, I think you owe him some money <laughs> he, for, for the sales that he did for your business. That was so cool. It, that's really neat. We've we've been so fortunate there that we've had a lot of content creators make videos on on how Sandbox works and and really most of it's really been around the letters platform and right. It just it, honestly it speaks to our team's ability to execute on on creating great product when you know we've got folks out in the wild that make these videos on on Sandbox and so I, I'm I'm incredibly appreciative of him making yeah. that video. And please send me that link if, if I haven't seen it. I'd love to see it. I will. It. I will. The, um, and you've talked a lot about sort of how Sandbox works and the letter writing behind that. But you want to talk about your new Muster app? Sure. Absolutely. How was yeah. that named? Was that a kernel or something? <laughs> was it Colonel Muster? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, it could kernel. be just ketchup and mustard. That's, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> right. that spelled the same, Tom. <laughs> you know, so when we first launched Sandbox, one of the one of the features that we launched with was a feature called units. And what we know about the military community is the organizational structure of the DOD also happens to be the social structure. When you think about the people that you hang out with, the people you communicate with most, 
whether you're the military member or the spouse, majority of the time, it revolves around that hierarchy, the command structure. And so the platoons, the battalions, the wings, the sections, the ships, the organizational structures are those social structures in, in, in many ways. So when we launched Sandbox, one of the key features was, was this idea that we could help you know each unit, whether it's at the lowest level or at the highest levels, stay better connected to each other and, and socially communicate. And it was, you know, to this day, you know, that's the reason why we're launching Muster. We had a lot of conviction around it, but the issue that we had was something called, we called the empty man in the room scenario. When, yeah. when Sandbox was brand new, you know, when we first launched the apps in 2015, you had that empty man in the room scenario where, you know, there'd be four or five people in a battalion that were in this empty chat room that was a little rudimentary. It was a broadcast model. Uh, we had created this really interesting date time structure group to allow people to, you know, communicate together if they shared that unit at the same date and time group. And as much as I think we were, it was a, it, it was a really great idea. We didn't have the ability to put enough density behind creating real social value in these units, in this unit structure. So we ended up stripping it out of the app. I think we stripped it out of the app maybe five or six years ago. But the the point behind Muster is, you know, now that we've reached the critical math um, with, you know, members and usage, and now that we have, you know, widespread adoption across the recruiting commands, there's an opportunity to bring that communication function back into Sandbox and more specifically to help the recruiting woes that we're seeing today and you know everyone's read the news that you know recruiting is pretty far behind yeah. mm-hmm. and you know one of the things that that isn't well known is that our our dod depleted the delayed entry program that period of time that exists before basic training which typically was six to eight months they pulled from that pipeline in order to meet the recruiting mm-hmm. goals and many of them missed their recruiting goals so that pipeline has has really dried up drastically and one of the key things about that pipeline was that was critical time that our junior warfighters and their families had to get ready for the military journey, to mentally, physically, financially, spiritually prepare for that military journey. And without that delayed entry program time, you know, we foresee some issues with, you know, recruiting folks and, and moving them into, into basic training relatively quickly. So to combat that, you know, and knowing that we wanted to bring this social function back into Sandbox at some point, we decided that this was a good opportunity to bring, you know, units back, it, but just really kind of think about it more in, in the terms of what, how you might consider, you know, mustering up your unit and communicating what's important to them. And so muster, you know, really by definition today is a chat vehicle for the recruiting station and the recruiters and the folks that are in the delayed entry program to allow them to connect to their recruiter, to connect to each other, and to connect the content that's going to help them be successful as they prepare for basic training. We also have a handful of tools that are built specifically for the recruiter within Muster, and so helping them better understand how many folks they have, you know, specifically under their purview, what are the tasks that they have to get done uh, upon certain dates as they move through the delayed entry program, and what is the content that we can deliver to those recruiters that they could then turn around and use and share with their their individual delayed entry program to help you know their their enlistees be more successful. So you know one of the ways I like to think about it is is kind of like a slack for the military, yeah. but mm-hmm. built around the social construct of the military with all the 
privacy and security and all that fun stuff that everyone likes to be concerned about. I think much of that is really now table stakes when you think about, you know, the, the type of content and the type of technology that we deliver to our military community, but really focused on user experience and expectation setting around how do you help the individual warfighter? How do you help the individual recruiter? And how do you help the family around the warfighter be successful? Awesome. Awesome backstory behind that too. And I, I think, you know, after what, seven, eight years doing this, Sam, it takes that kind of experience level and support and respect that you get from the highest level of the military to be able to endorse you and and sort of back you on what you want to do is to fill that gap. So good job on the muster. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the military always has their own flavors of, of how they, you know, endorse it. <laughs> they can't ever officially uh, quote endorse, unquote endorse. I, guess, I shouldn't use that. Yeah. No like, official U.S. government <laughs> endorsement implied. Yeah. No, that, no, it's that we have, we have non DOD endorsement written across like all of our content media. Non-objection yes. letter to Sam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to give you a chance to, uh, I, I've been on your website. I know Tom has. I suspect many of our audience has as well. Other things that you offer to families, to service members by way of support that they could access through your website, which we have as www.sandbox2x.us. .us, yeah. You know, most of, most of the stuff that we deliver today to our military community is specific to the individual. And so, you know, you really have to be an app now, you have to create a sandbox account. And once you create a sandbox account, we understand, are you a someone who's joining the military? What branch of service? What, what, what recruiting station are you at? What job do you have in, in the military? Or are you, you know, the sibling of someone who's joined the Navy? Or are you a veteran? And, you know, these are these are the kind of segmentations that we need in order to deliver the right type of content to you. And so if we know, you know, your basic training ship date, or if we know that you're a recruiter and you're based out of, you know, Cincinnati, there are specific pieces of content and campaigns that we deliver to you based on understanding who you are and where you are along your military journey. So outside of the app, really the, the most of the value that we can derive, that, that anyone can derive from sandboxes is usually on our news channel. And so, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time investing in our news business and, and helping our team grow the footprint and, and grow the sphere of influence to the point now that, you know, our, our YouTube channel is incredible. You know, we, we get some of our videos that will be out for three or four weeks and they'll get over a million views. Most of our videos, I think, average quarter million views within the first couple of weeks. Alex Hollings, who's our editor, does a remarkable job. He's, we've, we've got a series called Air Power. We've got a new series called Firepower. We've got a series coming out called Sea Power. And, you know, these are all really well-written, well-produced pieces of content about very specific parts of time in military history, gear, airplanes, missiles, you name it. But really, really good stuff and great background on how they came to be. And so I, I, I'm just incredibly proud of what the team's done with our news and with our history and, and with very specific topics, too. You know, the, one of the areas that you know, we want to invest in continually is, um, for example, veteran entrepreneurship. How do we continue to tell stories about veterans that are creating companies or tools and, and, and resources that are really helpful for a very specific period of time as you're moving through your military journey, whether you're at the beginning or you're, you know, four or five years into a veteran lifestyle? 
that's, I think, an area that anybody can can get into. And so I, I, I'd love to challenge everyone to take a look at what we've built on on Sandbox News because there's a lot of great stuff there. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's a very deep area of the website. You can get lost in their reading, I think, and watching. So I know that you probably have a million of them, but wondering if oh, you he's could got a share. million views on YouTube. He's on got a million views, but he's yeah. probably got a million, got a million plus stories, stories yeah. about families and people that they have had the chance to help. Do you have a favorite? Oh my gosh, there are so many I know. good ones. Pick the best, Sam. Pick the best. Make Tom tear up a little bit. So let's see here. All right, here's here's one of my favorite stories. So we had a, a young man who went off to Air Force basic training and his his wife was was pregnant when he left and, and they they tried to time it so that, you know, when he got back from basic training, she would have a month or so left and, you know, he'd be able to be home for the birthday. Long story short is he finds out, you know, via phone call that his his wife had gone into some emergency labor. The baby was fine. And he was able to get the news that everything, you know, turned out okay. But the first time he saw his his new daughter was in a sandbox letter. Oh, uh, okay. Now I have goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. And to to that's, you know, I've, I've got two kids, and I, I just I just it brings tears to my eyes to even think that you're going through basic training. You know, the most important person in your world is struggling, and has just brought the second most important person into the world oh, yeah. and the first time you lay eyes on on your baby girl is on a sandbox letter i mean that's that to me that's 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 the reason why you know our team can get up in the morning that's very cool your your website is an overabundance of information for all branches of service can you tell us i don't know if you have this data sam but tell us how many young men and women join the military each year and how many you support through your pipeline via letters and the in-app basic training preparation? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, you know, in, in, in heavy years, there's roughly a quarter million folks that join the military every year. In lighter years, and, you know, it's closer to 200. You know, I think we're seeing last year and this year being a little sub 200,000 across the, yeah. the DOD. And today, you know, we onboard roughly 70% of the U.S. military as they join. And that's, I'd say we, we get about 20% to 30% of folks while they're in the delayed entry program. And the remainder will get onboarded either as they get to boot camp or as they're going through basic training via, you know, one of our acquisition channels. So the a big push for us this year is to increase that early stage adoption. So how do we get our service members uh, onto Sandbox? How do we get our families onto Sandbox before basic training? And that's you know, really the heavy investment that we're making in Muster. And that goes back to the content and the features that truly help them, you know, make better decisions as they enter the military journey. So how do you, you know, think about preparation for boot camp? You know, if, you, if you're mom, what are the things that we can deliver to, you know, the mothers across Sandbox that can help them spark a positive their conversation about joining the Army or joining the Navy? If you're, you know, a sibling in Generation Alpha, what are the things that we can deliver to, you know, you know, a sister or brother who's in the seventh grade to help them understand how to best support their big brother or big sister that's made this monumental decision to join the military? If you're, you know, a, a guidance counselor, or a coach or, you know, a center of influence around the individual, what are some of the, you know, great facts and figures or the stories that we could share 
that can help those centers of influence prop and, and lean into the decision to join the military for that individual. So that's it's a, it's a lot around, you know, highly segmented content and personalization that we think is is critical uh, to supporting, you know, th- that entire pipeline. And that's why we've made the big investment into into helping recruiting this year. I think as you we're going to get down to one final question, but as I was looking at, at some of the testimonials out there, I just wanted to share one testimonial about Sandbox. The app is awesome. The customer support is outstanding when you need help. I highly recommend using this app to communicate with your loved ones. And then she goes on to say, I'm in love with your service. Thank you for connecting me with my son. And you also have a 4.9 stars out of five from Glassdoor. So it must be great to work there too. So just like you take care of our military families, you take care of your your own family that works in the sandbox life. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, someone said this once, and I, I, I don't know who said it, but we've got this whole saying internally that's just team, damn team, and it just comes <laughs> down. It just comes down to team. You know, there's so many great people that work for great companies, and I often try and reflect on on why we've been able to attract just remarkable employees. And I think it comes down to a number of things, but I honestly, I, I, I love the fact that we have a lot of people on our team. You know, we've got roughly 80 people across the organization now. And I love the wow. fact that, you know, basically 75, maybe, maybe 70% of the team isn't related to any military in, in, in any fashion. But you ask every, any single one of those folks, how they feel about, you know, what they're doing. And they will tell you that they feel like they're serving their country. And it's a Mm -hmm. remarkable thing. And Mm -hmm. I think it's something that no other organization, I mean, you guys, I think have this as well, but not a lot of organizations have the ability to serve the military in a very unique way. And, you know, our value proposition in delivering, you know, content and technology that helps our military community be successful. That's our North Star. And when you start these conversations with hiring teams and with, you know, prospective employees that that's what we do, you get to an incredible place and you naturally self-select really amazing people. So I have to say that, you know, it, it really comes down to team, damn team and the way that they execute and the way that they think and the thoughtfulness around creating brilliant product is it's remarkable. I mean. At this point, I'm I'm kind of like the janitor, you know. I just I, I, I do I put out fires. The and, cleanup work. I, I, yeah. You know, I I just I just try and help smooth things out as as the company is is you know struggling to you know figure out what to do with its next set of resources and how to prioritize. I mean that stuff never ends, but you know the team that does that on a day to day basis is 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 remarkable. So yeah, team damn team. Sam, the last question is about your partner program. If you want to talk about that, and then we will wind down. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that we recognized uh, years ago was that if we were going to do this the right way, and if we were truly going to become a channel for the military community, we would need to be able to bring the right set of partners to the table. And those are, you know, in the form of advertising, in the form of really neat ways in which we can help our, our military community better understand and uncover you know, great organizations, you know, obviously, you know, there's a, there's, there's many organizations out there that, that want to reach the, the military community. But I think when it comes down to, you know, the companies that really care about the military and the way that they impact the military, 
those are the ones that we, we love to work with because it's not just advertising dollars at that point. It's advertising dollars that help generate revenue, that help us do what we do, and delivering some sort of value to the, the military community. So, you know, obviously, Armed Forces Bank has, has, you know, been around the block for quite some time. And you guys, uh, you know, derive so much, deliver so much value to the military community. So thank you. Having you all as a partner is incredible. And we love working with, with folks that do want to deliver value to the military community in the right way. One final go-to action. I'd encourage everybody listening, all 1,253,000. In his own to, mind. <laughs> to go to your website to look at the stats that you did in 2022 about, mm. you know, the number of letters that you sent, the number of gift cards that you sent, the, the number of downloaded sandbox apps, the chats that you do, the, the newsletters. I mean, it's just, it's just phenomenal. The numbers are staggering. So and that's just in one year. That's all I'll say about that. It's thank you. I appreciate that, Tom. We're 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 really blessed to to do something really cool, and, and we've got a great team around us that's executing. Well, Tom just gave people a cookie crumb trail to mm. to the to the last. Oh part no, of was there a question about? Today. Yes, yes. So hang tight with us for just another minute, Sam. We're gonna play um, the. We're gonna play a game. We're gonna play a game. You don't have to play, so it's not awkward and weird. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome. I'm a big game guy. I love games. Yeah. It, it's called Team Damn Team, <laughs> brought to you by Sandbox. Yes, no, yes, go we're going to make it up on the fly. No, it's actually called the Military Minute. All it's right. a game we're very fond of. For those of you that listened to our last podcast, our question from that podcast, we, you know, we had Next Move Military on we as did. our guest. And the question was, who is one of the very special partners of Next Move Military? And so if you answered on our podcast post on social media and you answered who? Armed Forces, Armed Bank, Forces Bank. You you are eligible to potentially be selected as the winner. And the winner has $50 in a gift card coming to them and $50 to a charity of their choice. And fast forward to today's military minute about Sandbox, fittingly enough. How many letters to recruits in training and deployed service members has Sandbox sent? So don't answer, Sam. In the you, entirety, in, not in, just in the entirety. The and so, if you were yeah. paying attention to Tom, which everybody doesn't always do, but if you were <laughs> paying attention to Tom a moment ago, he told attitude. you where to find <laughs> the answer potentially. And so, watch for this podcast to drop. And when you do, comment your answer, and you might be selected to win the same fifty dollars for you and fifty dollars for a charity of your choice. And Jody, if you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. Go to afbank.com and subscribe to the show. Also, make sure to rate us. Leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And thank you so much, Sam, for being here. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And want to say the Sandbox website one more time, www.sandbox2x.us. Yes, like to say it that way. But we value your time and appreciate you sharing your story with our audience. Uh, Jody, Tom, thank you so much for having me. Right, Take care, you. Sam. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thank you. Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced 
experienced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the Militarily Speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.